Good morning, I'm Tom Robinson with KSOM, KS95 News. Our temperature right now, 53, 74 the high today, 81 tomorrow, 88 on Friday, 88 on Saturday, 87 on Sunday, 87 on Monday, and 84 on Tuesday. Maybe some rain on Tuesday. Two people were taken to CCMAs following a two-vehicle crash west of Atlantic. Cass County Deputy Tim Olson tells KSOM, KS95 News, the accident happened at 12.19 p.m. on Tuesday at an uncontrolled intersection of 570th and Galveston Road. Cass EMS transported two people to the Cass County Memorial Hospital to treat minor injuries. Deputy Olson says a 2001 Ford Explorer struck the driver's side of a UPS truck at the uncontrolled intersection. The impact caused the UPS truck to roll and rest on its wheels. The Ford Explorer ended up on its side. The names of the victims were not released. A Mason City man was arrested for attempted murder in Adair County. Andy Billings reports. The Adair County Sheriff's Office says at 11.58 p.m. on Sunday, they received a cellular 911 call. The line was open, but initially there was no response. A short time later, the dispatcher could hear a female screaming stop repeatedly. 911 mapping showed that the call was coming from a location on Interstate 80. On Monday at 12.04 a.m., a passerby placed a second cellular 911 call. The male caller described some sort of altercation between a male and a female in or very near the inside lane of travel. The caller also noted a vehicle in the ditch west of the female and male. This caller placed the incident at approximately the 84-mile marker of I-80, which is east of the Casey Interchange. An Adair County Deputy Sheriff and an Adair Police Officer arrived at the 84-mile marker at 12.06 a.m., locating a vehicle in the ditch, but did not initially locate any persons. Later, yelling could be heard east of their location. Law enforcement then located a male subject holding another person in his arms with what appeared to be blood on the ground near the two. The male subject was handcuffed, and life-saving treatment was immediately administered to the adult female. The female stated that it was the male subject who was in custody who had stabbed her. It is believed that the female was stabbed or cut in excess of 10 times, with at least one stab wound causing potentially life-threatening injuries. The victim was transported by air ambulance to a Des Moines area hospital. The male subject was identified as 50-year-old Michael Dolezal of Mason City. Dolezal was placed under arrest and transported to the Adair County Jail. He was charged with attempted murder in possession of a controlled substance, third or subsequent offense. At his initial appearance, Dolezal's bond was set at $300,000 cash only. First responders assisting with this critical incident include the Adair Police Department, the Stewart Police Department, Adair Rescue, Stewart Rescue, the Adair County Ambulance, and the Adair County Sheriff's Office Communications Center. This incident remains under investigation. I'm Eddie Bellings reporting. Devontae Renault Mosley-Smith convicted of second-degree robbery and other charges in Webster County failed to report back to the Fort Dodge residential facility as required yesterday. Mosley-Smith is a 31-year-old black male, height 5'11", 242 pounds. He was admitted to the work release facility on August 1st, 2023. Persons with information on Mosley-Smith's whereabouts should contact local police. Audubon City Clerk Joe Foran says he plans to move his office to the former Audubon State Bank facility by October 31st. The Audubon City Council held a special meeting to discuss the move and sharing the space with the county during the courthouse HVAC project. 
City Clerk Joe Foran says representatives from the county appeared at the meeting. They were discussing very preliminary plans on using the offices temporarily. Plan is, is they're going to get um, a list of needs from all the different departments that will be moving over from the county um, for the city council meeting on October 9th. And uh, then the council can decide um, how to coordinate that. Um, so no action was taken that night for that. Foreign says the city council made some decisions and set a time frame of October 31st for the city offices to move to the former bank building. We've got some coordination plans. Uh, I gave the council a list of uh, some things I think need to be done. They approved a few of them right now. And the rest are going to wait until we make a decision on um, how we're going to work with the county. Foreign says his office will make the move during this time frame, and it is uncertain when the city council meetings will start at the new facility. Well, we'll definitely be moving my office, the city clerk's office, over there. Um, we probably will not have city council meetings there yet until after the county's moved out. Um, Basically, my office will be sharing with the county in that building for a while. Foreign believes initially everything will probably work with temporarily sharing space with the county. In the meantime, they're looking into the needs of the county department heads to ensure a smooth transition. In other business, the city announced October 13th as a city cleanup day. Residents wishing to get rid of old furniture appliances can contact the city clerk's office, pay for a sticker, place the items on the curb, and have them hauled away. The Denison School District is one of 13 Iowa school districts sharing in nearly $26 million in federal college prep funds. The money is from the U.S. Department of Education's Gear Up program, an initiative to help low-income students prepare, enroll, and persist through college. The other 12 include Cedar Rapids, Centerville, Clinton, Columbus Junction, Davenport, Davis County, Des Moines, Fort Dodge, Marshalltown, Seidel, South Tama, and Storm Lake. The Pottawatomie County Board of Supervisors yesterday approved funding assistance for the Pottawatomie County Housing Trust Fund. Courtney Harder, chairman of the Pottawatomie County Housing Trust Fund, said they receive between $410,000 to $420,000 from the Iowa Finance Authority to assist housing-related activities in Pottawatomie County. Part of the requirement is that they have a grant match. We raise about seventy, just over $70,000 locally to provide this assistance and making sure that we're able to maximize our grant with IFA to assist organizations like Habitat, Pot County General Assistance, the 712 Initiative, Iowa Legal Aid for various different activities that relate to ensuring people of low and moderate income are able to either stay in their homes, maybe some rent assistance, eviction assistance, or maybe they just need repairs to their unit. That's Those are things that we're able to fund. No, Harder says they're able to serve families at or below 80% of the median family income, but at least 30% of that has to go to households under 50%. Harder asks for a four-year allocation of $60,000, as $15,000 per year, that they can use to match the grants. The supervisors unanimously approve the funding of $15,000 over four years to come out of the gaming fund. On Tuesday, the Montgomery County Board of Supervisors approved a bid of $310 for the lease renewal of the 114.5-acre county farm. Last week, two farming operations, including the current operators, submitted the same bid of $310 per acre. Supervisor Chairman Mike Oles consulted with County Attorney Drew Swanson on what should be done moving forward. During our meeting, we opened bids. We had a, a tie of $310 per acre. Uh, one bid was by 
Nane Belt and Brent Bailey. The second one was by Austin Dyson. Uh, Nane and Brent were actually the, the current tenants. And I uh, called and talked with, with Drew and Bruce both, and they both recommended to defer back to the, the current tenants in, in, in an event of a tie. So it was recommended. I just like a motion to go ahead and approve that. I'll make that motion to approve Belt and Bailey for the farm lease. I'll second that. Five proposals were submitted to the board, including $271 per acre, $278 per acre, $303, and the two bids of $310. And the Cass County Board of Supervisors yesterday approved contracts for two box culvert projects. Cass County Engineer Trent Wilkins said one project is located northeast of Cumberland, where a pipe arch is failing, and the other project is located over Elm Creek, southwest of Messina. A&M Coron and Son and Gus Construction had the low bids for those projects. I was high on one and low on the other, but then the net of both of them. My budget is $1.16 million for both of them, and it came in at $1.11. So I'm 45000 under estimate for both of them. Wolken also reported that work continues on their three bridge projects, and patching will possibly start next week on Victoria Road. G61, Glacier Road, and G30. More news on the web at westerniowatoday.com. ABC News is next.